This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hello, welcome back to that podcast with me, Peter Crouch. We've got Chris Stark and the Notorious SID with me as usual. And a special guest, Mr. Uh, a good friend of mine, an old friend of mine, Mr. Ledley King. Absolute legend. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. You good? Good, yeah, good. Very Thanks, good. mate. It's good. been a long time coming, hasn't it? I mean, yeah. the amount of times you've talked about Ledley on the podcast, and we've always said, whenever we talk about getting someone on, your name is always mentioned. So you, I don't know how you've avoided it so far. I mean, you're clearly ducking his calls. Is that how it a few is? times. He's not, he's, not the, he's not the only one, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> he is a professional ducker of calls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have to ask my mum about that. Yeah. <laughs> he goes uh, underground. He does. <laughs> for a while. But uh, no, no. Um, do you know what? The amount of people that I meet in the streets who so tell me about what the crowd just said on, on numerous podcasts. So yeah, that's great to be here. Finally. Yeah, well, obviously, teammates, one club man as well. As Sid's just said, a football legend. Um, I think we're going to get into some really interesting stuff today. Um, But also, I don't want to make this too cringe too early. I know, Pete, you always talk about Ledley in just the highest regards Mm. as someone that you've always just massively Mm. respected. Um, Probably one of the top players, no offence, Sid, that you have respected in in maybe your whole career, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, (laughs) we're about Where did that come from? (laughs) Set your marker early doors. <laughs> <laughs> no, what what I what I've said about Len in the past is like uh, I, I, we came through the youth team together, and he was one of, he was one of the most technically gifted footballers, not just centre half, technically the most gifted. I can't say technically gifted, <laughs> the most technically gifted footballers like I've ever played with, and you know, and to have that as a centre half, it's different, you know. So uh, yeah, I can't speak highly enough of Len and. Um, I have to say, like going right back to when we first met each other, like in the old ball court at, at Tottenham. Um, you know, we've been mates ever since yeah, then. Yeah. Since is, is that mutual? Would you say? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you know, when Crouchy talks about technically gifted, got it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what we loved? We loved that part of the game, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. You know, Crouchy was the big striker. Um, I was the big defender, but we loved the beautiful part of the game. We loved trying to do mm. skills and. That's what kind of got us going. So, uh, if anything, we weren't very good in the air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that was our weakness. It was our, honestly that our, was weakness. our weakness. It was, it was he a... was, you know, six four. I was, I was, you know, pretty much six, almost six seven by then. And we, but we just loved the technical side of the okay. game, and that's just what stood us in good stead. I think. Yeah, yeah. But you know? when, when I think about it, as a as when you're tall as a kid, um, you don't do too much heading, do you? Mm. In kids' football, you don't do too much. I think that's a game. That, that's a part of the game that you have to learn as you kind of get older and develop. And that's something that we had to kind of improve in. Mm. You know, our, our footwork was was good. Technically, we were, you know, we were good. We had to improve in our heading, uh, both of us, which is funny. Mm. We had Rio on, didn't we? And he said about, about the cage and when he grew up. Mm. Is that where you think technically it enhanced you? Probably. You don't really, yeah. in them games in there, you don't really, ball's not up in the air, is it? Yeah, exactly. heading, is it? No, 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 no. Is that why both no, of no. you are but so I don't think probably good? definitely didn't grow up in the cage. No, you? I didn't grow up in the cage. <laughs> I had one there. What the, one, there he had his yeah, one, one, yeah, one little go, and that was me yeah, back yeah. to the park and eat. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But but you know, it's it's a different kind of environment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a uh, like there was some really really technically good players in the cage, but then when they got to an eleven side game, they couldn't they couldn't um, mm. transfer it onto the pitch. Yeah. But it's definitely where you learn to to, to beat mm. men because you know sometimes there's ten players around the ball. You know, you're mm. trying to work your way out and. That's kind of how I developed my, my, my footwork. That, that, that was also the same as, 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 the, as ball court. the ball court yeah, as well, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I've talked about it in, in the past, but at White Hart Lane, right next to White Hart Lane was the old ball court. It was upstairs and, you know, Astro'd up and we used to play there. And that's when, obviously, we, we first met and played against each other. But that was a tight little arena that you had to be good yeah, technically yeah, yeah. for as well. Yeah, I and mean, we're talking about technical skills as well. Ledley, how are you with, say, a crossbar challenge, that kind of thing? Here we go. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm let good. Don't I'm let good. Him I'm good. What, happened? In, no, what happened? Where's this going? Oh, yeah, don't, don't let him suck you in. Go, he's, go just, he's, talk, he's referencing my slip, which I assume you haven't seen, um, which is still rumbling on um, <laughs> a couple of weeks later. Well, yeah. if you haven't seen it, it'd be rude not to show you, <laughs> Um So let me get the video of this. So 
<laughs> it was inevitable. I'm going to get your thoughts on where you stand with barbecuing after this. <laughs> we had a quick pre-chat about that before the pod, oh, didn't did we? You, I bet you did. I said, I'll bore you later about this. But <laughs> um, All right. Uh, so Are you showing, Led? Have you not seen this? Well, what's not... really good, Pete, is... Have you um... saved in your photos? Yes, of course I have. Wow. <laughs> Armoured. He's, he's come armed today. Ledley, I've got a slow motion version here that I've put okay. yeah, to yeah, yeah. the Titanic theme. Come on, then. Okay. Here we you go. know what I want to see? Yeah. You know what? I know that you're going to fall, but yeah. I want to see how you fall and how yeah. you land and well, how... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I embraced it. Yeah, yeah. I'd like okay, to think yeah. I embraced well, it. Let's okay. get your analysis of this, Ledley King. Here we go. Oh, the music. Jesus okay. You can see the Wolves fans go. applauding in the background. Yeah, they got well. a cheer. It's a big cheer, yeah. It's one of the, the two-footer ones, isn't it? Well, it's just, I, I did say to the producer of the show, I said, Look, there's, there's, it's a very Slippy. wet surface yeah. here. We've all got, like, normal shoes on. Yeah. That makes a really good idea. He said, nah, we'd be fine. Yeah. And then, here I am, two yeah, steps. You, know what, you have to, when it's like wet like that, it has to be like two steps. Or so. like, two you've, steps. You've gone, too much running. I was keen. Too much running, yeah. I was. I wanted to. I saw Joe not doing so well, and I, and I thought, I've got him here. I just got too excited. I'm not being funny. Like, you've come out of National Treasure, though, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, only that, him. If that happens to me, I would get hammered, annihilated. But you, you slip in shit and you come out of <laughs> <there>. roses. <laughs> it's true. Do you know what? True. You, you uh, I've got to say, you are probably one of the luckiest people I'm, I know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I remember when when I first met you. Uh, do you remember Money Up? Yeah, yeah, Pound Against the Wall. Yeah. So yeah. we used to have a game at school um, where we used to throw money against the wall. Mm. <laughs> school, this is. Mm. <laughs> so we'd have a pound, we throw it against the wall, closest gets to throw it up in the air, cool heads, whatever you get is yours. Uh, then the rest of the coins go to the second place. He throws them up with. Yeah. First time Crouchy played, we introduced him to the game. We was playing with our subs. We used to get a couple of pounds, didn't we? Yeah, so quid. like basically if you're tra travelling from wherever you're travelling to, I remember, because you, you were reasonably close, you got two quid or one quid, and I, yeah. get, I got three because I was travelling from West Ham, three <laughs> quid. Or, you know, and then we just basically play this game. Yeah, yeah. First time we, we taught Crouch, you had to play it. Killed us, rinsed us, went home with like 20 pounds... <laughs> 20 pounds in his Got pocket. Got a cab home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was just, that was the beginning of it. But, uh, yeah, that no, was good. Yeah, my mates say it as well, to be fair. Do they? Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah, they call it crouch. Like, you agree as well? They do. Yeah. Oh, they do. I, don't, I don't know what, what it is, but it might be oh, slightly, slightly lucky, maybe. Yeah. Make, your own, make right. your own luck in this make game. Your <laughs> make your own luck. Ride that luck. And also just hope that, you know, it's not, it doesn't get balanced out at another point. Well, you know maybe, I mean? yeah. maybe, maybe it will do. Yeah. Keep enjoying you it. Know, and as I say, yeah. and, and please, got a week dog, left, did you say? Listen, we'd love to go to Vegas. And, um, yeah. you know, I'm going to continue this narrative into the, this podcast. Uh, we'd like to get involved in a, mm. um, a brew pong tournament in Vegas. And another reason why we should be going, in my mm. opinion. 100%. Uh, okay. Should we get into this then? Where would you mm. like to start? So you boys have known each other for so, I mean, so long. Mm. Taking this right back to the time that you first met. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly what Ledley was saying there about the pound up the wall. Yeah, yeah. That was the kind so of first. I kind of got into it. Yeah. Um, teaching him the, the East London ropes, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you, you know what? Everyone, all of our the team loved Crouchy. Obviously, you couldn't miss him as a as a uh, as a person, as a character, great character, and uh, you know, really good footballer. And we just we just hit off straight away, didn't we? Yeah. Now, really during did. our youth team days, mm. we had some of the best best days of our lives. So we couldn't even after training, double sessions, whatever. We still want to be together, won't we? Mm. Not just me and you, but yeah. the rest of the, the, rest yeah, of the boys. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, yeah. you know, we'd, we'd spend hours after before we went home. You know, we were just silly. there. We were there. We were there till it was, and I'm sure it's the same since with you, at Arsenal, like. You know, you, we'd be the first ones in there cleaning boots, doing jobs. This is at the old um, Spurs Lodge, the old training ground at Tottenham. And then we'd be doing our uh, our jobs early and then we'd, we'd obviously train and we'd have another double session. And then we, we'd just stay there doing more jobs, just having a laugh in the dressing room, just like yeah. so much fun. The long walk fun. as well. The long walk to the station. Long walk to the we, station. Yeah, we and then driving. I'm just getting home at like, back to Ealing at like 10.30 at night. <laughs> and then I'm leaving at 6.30. To, 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 you know, and I'm doing that every day. Yeah. Because, so how old would you have been then? Uh, 16. 16. Yeah. yeah. And just, best days of your life. Oh, the, the best days. Yeah. yeah. You speak to anyone, like whether 
like we've had Rio and that's won numerous titles and had great European nights and you can have someone else that's not had an illustrious career but you go back to youth team days you cannot be mm. them two years them YTS two yeah, years yeah. they're the mm, best yeah. at that point did you know because you, you're still playing football and you can feel it heading in, in that direction you've seen a lot of your mates and that maybe kind of fall by the wayside in football at that point do you know and it becomes clear that there's a path that you can follow yeah, yeah, for, my, for myself, I could see a pathway. Um, you know, I always felt that the club felt highly of me. And if I kept developing, kept improving, uh, that there would be an opportunity for me. Um, the sad thing is, of course, you lose friends along the way. You know, and by the time we was 18, obviously this was the first cut of uh, getting pro contracts and we lost mm. some some good friends. Mm. Obviously, you had you had uh, yourself, yeah. so you were still there. But that's the sad part of, of football, you know. There's people that I played football in the youth team with who are my friends today that I forget were in the youth team. Mm. And that's how long and tough the journey is, yeah. you know, even up to the age of 18. Yeah. It was still very difficult to, mm. to make that next step. But Ledley's been very modest, I have to say, right? Ledley's pathway was very straight with roses on it. <laughs> like, it was everyone kind of... We, we, at 14, 15, we knew, everyone knew Ledley was going to be a Premier League player. And like... And an England player, really. I think, you know, anyone you spoke to, we went to, I always remember going to under 16s. And I think I've, t I've told this story before, but we were away with England and uh, we were late. Do you remember that? Do you remember? I think it might have been under 18s or under 16s. Yeah, yeah. And I think Colin Murphy was the manager. Uh, under, under 18s. Under 18, and then yeah. we got there late and he, he said to us, you know, you can't do this. You know, you're playing for England now, representing England. You need to be here on time. And they said to Led, like, you will play for England. So you need to... You know, brain it. You need to behave yourself. Get here on time. They looked at me and went, "Are you might?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> but Ledley, you know, he basically just talking to Ledley and just saying, "Look, your mate can, you know, he might." But you uh, come um, on, Led. How many cups? How many England cups? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, to be fair, I, mean, I know. But it's that like was the only, office. Isn't it? That was only you down use, to you. Use them words, didn't you? To, to, to <laughs> yeah, fuel yeah. him. But you know what? It was one of those where I kind of like almost tagged on to Ledley because he was just he was always going to be. You know, a top player. I remember we, another one. We went to Spain. I'm sure it was. You probably don't even you know knew about this or whatever. When like, I think David told us, you know, like we had the same agent, yeah, yeah. which is another story to be fair. But uh, he said that Barcelona and Real Madrid came like we're looking at you, and you know that was at 16. 16. Yeah. Hearing that, how did you, how was that for you? Hearing that. Um, to be honest, I kind of. You just never even taught them, no way. <laughs> 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 Maybe at 16, wasn't I? I didn't but um, to be honest, I didn't really, nothing fazed me. I just wanted to play football and enjoy my football. At 16, this way, see, I've never, I was never going to leave home. At that age, I, you know, I was comfortable at Tottenham. I could see my, my, my path. Um, so, yeah, I didn't even, didn't really bother me. Was it around this age that you, because you've always talked about looking up to Les Ferdinand uh -huh. and getting an element of guidance from him and yeah. at the very least inspiration yeah. from him. Did you have the same experience, Ledley? Was he someone that uh, that gave you advice or someone Les. that kind of, yeah. That, I thought Les Sol, was, Sol as well. Yeah, like, I mean, Sol was, Sol was still around at the club. There was a lot of older, you know, old players, old professionals. Early in my career, I had people like Tim Sherwood, Teddy Sheringham, I played with, um, Darren Anderton. So all these guys kind of helped me. Les was a big part, obviously, you know, uh, just being a black, young black boy uh, for the older players in the team to see a young black boy kind of coming through. They will naturally kind of take to him and kind of get to know him and try to help him. Mm. You know, I was always someone who was quiet as a kid and just kind of focused, didn't say too much. But in my head, you know, I was determined to, to, to do well. Um, and yeah, a lot of the, the older players, they did help me through for sure. Can I show you this video? I'm, I'm reluctant to show this video because it's it's very sweet in one way, but also it's not. It's, it's probably the wrong video to show at the start of the podcast for yeah, you, Leslie. Okay. Yeah. Um. So it's you both, and this was 24 years. This was in 1996. Yeah. So this was this this was the milk cup when it in Ireland. Did you play the milk cup? No. Oh, what an experience! Uh, massive, I massive think, tournament. I just missed it. Oh, this this was just... a big tournament. Teams from all over the world. Yeah, it's amazing. We played. We played Bayern Munich in the semi-final. Um, won it. Owen Hargreaves was playing in yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine that. He? He was playing in the game. Someone said they've got an English English boy. Didn't think anything of it. Later on, a few years down the line, Hargreaves. I play play with Owen, and that's when it clicked. 
Oh, you were the, you were the English boy. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, yeah. All right, so this is a young Crouchy, young this Ledley. Is, I, I, this is, this is one of my favourite How many goals did you get in this you story? Both you both know? I think it was just one. It was the only goal I had, I had on telly when I was like 14. So my mum and dad just kept playing. Yeah. Like, here, here we <laughs> are, <laughs> the Valley Money Showground. I've heard it so many times. This is 27 years ago, lads. That's crazy. Wow. Game on at the Ballamoney Cricket Ground. Ballamoney Cricket Ground. Spurs and Bromby. And a cracking own goal by Ledley King. But Tottenham deserve it. They've lived the free kick. Let's go to it. He's a proud suit to conquer. Do you know who we're playing? Bromby. Bromby, Bromby, yeah. Yeah, my mum and dad. Look at the lads. And David Lee hit the winning spot kick. In the penalty shootout. <laughs> Did I go in? Did I go in? <laughs> wow. Yes, look, look how happy we are, though. <laughs> oh, what? Look at that. Right. No so one's catching him. Semi final bind. We talk about the best years, you know ah, what I mean? Oh, the best. Great Ooh, times. Because they were a year time. above as well, those lads, right? Yeah. So we, yeah. we, we, we only took like. Few of the younger Four or five lads. of the yeah, lads, and we yeah. all roomed together, we're all in the same room. Yeah, and they said, I remember saying, them saying, like, we're all gonna get skinheads for this trip. And I was like, <laughs> I don't really want one. And they said, well, We're all fucking getting one. <laughs> so basically, they just pinned me down, shave my head. And then uh, they said, Let me have skinheads. And the lady went, oh, I'm not having one. And they went, That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what fucking did you say to me? <laughs> yeah. I will say, that was when, like, as we say, we left school. Oh, we were still in school and won, won that mm. tournament. You know, for me, I played in Sunday league football, a team called Senna Rabbit. You've well, heard of where I won yeah, everything. We're going to get I was thinking, this is easy. This, this football easy, love, yeah. winning, winning everything. Then yeah. it became a lot that, harder. That Sunday league team was yeah. a disgrace, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Who did you have in there, Led? Um, for anyone who So, yeah, know. there was myself, uh, Paul Konczewski, yeah. Bobby Zamora, uh, J. Lloyd Samuel, and, and John Terry. <laughs> That is in the same team. So that, was just one, that was just one team. That was one team. You just don't want to turn up and yeah. see yeah, that, yeah. do you? To be yeah. fair, JT was midfield. And he was small. Uh, a small midfielder. Uh, feisty, as, I imagine. Uh, as, brave as, like, as brave as anything. Uh, yeah. He was sticking his head where the boots were. Yeah, even yeah. as an eight-year-old. Um, Jay Lloyd, left winger. Koncheski, left wing up front. Bobby, prolific striker. So, uh, yeah, yeah that's, as I say, back then, I was winning did everything. Win, did you win everything? Yeah, we won everything. We had, I'll tell you the truth. We had one game that I can remember we lost. And, oh, now, and it still hurts me, it still hurts me to this day. <laughs> really? It hurts me to this day because it, it, was, a, it was billed as the best team in London. We played against uh, Scott Parker's team. It was called oh. Valley Valiants. Yeah, Valley Valiants. Okay. So we'd never heard of them. They were the other side of the wall. Yeah. And um, so we had a big game against them. The game was nil-nil, right? The last 15 minutes, the manager took me and another lad, one of my good friends, James Carter, off and we lost the game in 2 0 in the end. And it still hurts me that, mm. that I come, like we came off and we lost the game in the end. So uh, <laughs> it would have been, it would have been a nil nil. It would have been a nil nil with Dwyer. They probably won games 15 0, yeah. like 12 0, but you only remember the yeah, one that he yeah. lost. Yeah. But you know what? Like, obviously, you've got like there's five players there, or four or five players yeah. who played the Premier League, right? And, in, and England. Yeah. But I'm th I know the lads who didn't make it. In that team as well. Do you? Yeah, well, there was some good players Carter, as well. Carter, yeah, 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 right? Who else? You got? Where did Wesley well, we play have, that team? No, no. Uh, Muzzy, is it? Muzzy, yeah. is it? Yeah. Muzzy. Um, who, who, some, was, who was uh, so saying it's a good team of, anyway? Sorry? I'm no, no, we had a uh, go, goalkeeper. A goalkeeper was at, uh, Paul Nichols was at Chelsea. Mm. Yeah. 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 Really good goalkeeper at that yeah. time. We had a, yeah, <laughs> our team was strong. Yeah, strong team. And then breaking into Tottenham then, where you have kind of gone through the system. What was it like for you when you finally got that call up? And what was the moment you felt that you'd sort of become part of that first team? Uh, well, I'd, I would have been training with the team for a little while. Uh, normally you're on the bench, you get to travel with the team a few times. Uh, but I finally got my, my chance against Liverpool at Anfield. And uh, I was on the bench. We're 2 0 up, everything's going well. And then Maurizio Tarico got sent off at left back in about the 44th minute. Um, so George Graham, the manager at the time, said, Get warmed up, you're coming on at half time. So I warm up, and then we go in at half time. And the other day, I actually thought about it. Normally, you bring a sub on quickly, don't you, when you mm. come to 10 men, get down to mm. 10 men. But maybe he wanted a bit more time to think about it during half time. So he left it like that, he didn't make any, any changes. Um, 
But yeah, halftime was just me in the toilet talking to myself. Do you know what I mean? This is a big moment. I'm about to make my debut. That's so really you're, rare. You're at Anfield. At Anfield, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you're, but you have the whole of halftime to know yeah, that you're yeah, 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 yeah. about to come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That's unusual. Is I would rather just come on. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not, no time to think. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I am quite a deep thinker. Yeah. So this was my time to talk to myself, compose myself. So I'm in the toilet looking at myself saying, you know, this is it. It's what you've been waiting for. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a chance. Wow. So I come on at left back, we're 2 0 up, and then we lost 3 2 in the end. So it was, <laughs> it was a, it's a baptism. Oh, wow. uh, naturally, you feel that it's your fault mm. because you, it's your first game. Uh, so it's tough to take, and it takes you a while to kind of build up Did that you confidence. You come on at centre half. I come on at left, left back. back yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I was still at the club. Was you? Yeah, 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 we yeah, still, yeah, yeah. We were still like, obviously so like proud. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Our boy was making his debut yeah, in this yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, it was a special. Was it was it the ideal debut for yourself? Would you say like a result aside and no. position aside? No, 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 <laughs> no, definitely wasn't. Uh, as uh, when you make your debut, yeah, you're happy. You come off the pitch, happy that you've done that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you come that's, on that's and play anywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. Got yeah. And We've, I will know. say I've never ever played left back again. Mm. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that tells you, but <laughs> uh, no. Listen, it was after that. It's about kind of. Just continue to believe in yourself, continue to keep working, keep improving. Because you've been training with these group of players for a while now. So you get used to the, the physicality of, of men's football. You know that you can handle it. Then all of a sudden you play in a Premier League game, the pace of it is Ooh, something yeah, crazy. Yeah. You know, the game just went by like that. Ooh. I didn't remember anything. Ooh. Was there any like sliding door moments like earlier in your career? You know, like sometimes a player might leave that, that could have been blocking you or was, was I always find that in yeah. everyone's career that like, there's always that little bit of element of like, luck or well, that left that, that you were on left back because because of the red card yeah, right? yeah, 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 change yeah. Of the yeah. but what about when but Sol left when, when Sol yeah, left I mean, do you when, think because I think you two could have played together for years to be honest when Sol was at the club I played midfield Yeah. so George Graham never saw me as a centre half oh right is he that when you scored as, the goal the yeah, yeah I was playing in midfield right. so, yeah. so, um, so I couldn't even say that Sol kind of stopped me from kind of because I was already Playing, I was playing yeah. in midfield, but what it did do is gave me a kind of clear path at the back. Once he'd left, there was a hole to fill, I suppose. Um, the managers changed. Glenn Hoddle came in, started playing a back three. Then that was the first time I started to play at the back. Um, I didn't actually play in a back four, believe it or not, until I played for England against France in the Euros 2004. That. that was the that. first time I played as a centre half in a back four. Yeah. I'm 23 first, years old. Sorry, this That's is mad. Crazy. So the first time in that position was for the national side. Yeah. In the Euros. Yeah, in the like, Euros. Yeah. yeah, it was like my third cap. Um, yeah, we're playing against France, obviously Henri and Trezeguet and Zidane's and that. And this is the first time I'm playing in the back four. So who was the manager for, for that tournament? Uh, Sven. That's a massive call from Sven. Sven then, isn't it? Yeah, because I was playing in midfield. It's a long story, but Glenn Hoddle got the sack and then David Pleat come in and took over for four or five months and then put me back in midfield. So I was playing midfield yeah. when I actually got picked for the England squad and then played the back four in the first game of the, of the tournament. Um, that was amazing to see you. And yeah, so I, you know what, I'll tell you the truth. I found it easy in the back four. I found it much easier. Yeah. So uh, after that, it's kind of the start of my career playing as a, as a centre-half mm. in the back four. Can we just go back to the goal that Sids was talking about? So your debut goal against, did you say Bradford? Bradford away, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this it's is the, the goal that this is the goal that was the record, right? Was, yeah, for yeah, many for years, yeah. nineteen years or something like that. Nineteen years. Yeah, like that. So when you've got a record like that, does it make? Is it quite tense watching football every weekend? Just, just you know, because you know, a minute off in or after something. the first minute, <laughs> minute after, you only got to wait a minute and then you yeah, can ten sit back. Ten again, seconds. Yeah. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Done. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be honest, throughout my career, I couldn't care less about it. Yeah, really. No, I was a defender. That was my job. Um, the goal was ug an ugly goal, so I wasn't a fan of it. You see, you yeah, see the yeah, goal, yeah, it's not pretty. It. I remember it wasn't pretty. pretty. <laughs> so I didn't care about it. But then when I retired, that's when I started to enjoy it. Because yeah. then you hear your name pop up, yeah, it, you know, you nice. yeah. put on the radio, and then you hear, you know, fastest Premier League goal, Ledley King, and then you, okay, that's me. Yeah, uh, then yeah, that's yeah, when you start yeah. to enjoy it a little yeah, bit more. Nice. Who broke um, it? Shane know? Long. Shane Long. Was it? Yeah. Shane, Shane Long. Yeah, yeah. And and this is why I definitely know that I was starting to enjoy it because when I heard that he. He broke it. We we had a game that day. The team had a game. I was watching the game. As soon as I got home, I looked for it, looked for it. And when I saw the goal, my first reaction was 
to blame the goalkeeper and the defender. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing, that's like, okay. what are they doing? What's he doing? <laughs> what are they doing? Typical <laughs> defender. Oh my God. Wow. Well, I, I actually scored in 38 seconds. Did you? I got yeah, a yeah, quickest goal, 2008. How did, yeah. how did that happen? Everton away it was for Villa. 38 seconds. Jeez. Good little bit of build up play, set to me on the edge of the box. I don't know if it's in goal. Tim Howard, I think it might yeah. be in goal. No oh, chance. I can't remember What's ever your quickest. No, I can't no. remember ever scoring on anyone. I like to take my time. <laughs> oh, hey, and enjoy myself. Says a lot about you. Warm everyone up, Joe. <laughs> and everyone get in the stadium. First, don't you? Yeah, I mean, because, selfish what, like that. What about you know? your late, <laughs> your latest goal? This next part of the podcast is sponsored by BrewDog. So over the last few weeks, as we've enjoyed our pints of black heart, we've realized there is sometimes an alternative to the thing you've always taken for granted. It doesn't have to be all about that old Irish stout. I do love that, but it's okay to have an alternative. This has led us thinking up changes to the way football is played and the podcast. Uh, but today, we're going to play a little game. I've been quite excited about this one, boys, this week. We're going to play Would You Rather. Nice. A classic. Yeah. yeah, it is a classic. Now, I'm sure you've all had a go at this before, but basically, life is all about choices. So let's see where this takes us. Game of Would You Rather on the podcast. What okay. can go wrong? Okay. Who wants to yeah, start? Yeah, I'll ask you one first. Go on, Okay. Yep. Would you rather, on this podcast, have Troy Deeney... <laughs> Or Siobhan from Sugar Babes. It's that, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had a word about this, didn't we? It's... Wow. You've, no, the it's problem with the would you rather game puts you in lose lose situations. <laughs> now, I, obviously, I'd rather have Troy D. Would there. you? Yes, but then Not that makes it sound like there. it's like some sort of. <laughs> it makes it sound like that's some sort of ex situation with a girl that is not my ex. Because then I look bitter. Don't I? <laughs> And I've got no doubt at all she wants to distance herself from the crap lie I made up. That I... <laughs> I, I think like, it's a... I think it's a... It should be seen as an honour. Like, it's like... It's a good thing. If someone said to me on a random podcast, you know, I made up a lie about going out with Peter Crouch, I'd be like... Are you... you no, know, it's like, it's that's like, bollocks. I feel good. That is bollocks. Yeah, like, you can you imagine? Yeah, I don't think you Are you encouraging someone to go on another podcast and say, they go, tell us something interesting about yourself. They go, I got off with Peter Crouch. <laughs> and that's not going to cause you any problems. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, uh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that will right? cause you problems. Okay, but, but when it's but not you saying, and it's me, you're absolutely fine no, with it. What I'm saying is if, if they lied about... If they admit they lied about it, yeah. and they, they, were, they were lying to impress their friends... Yeah, but you've that got... They, that, they, ..that they got with me... Yeah. That's a good thing. She, but she would look at it and go, he lied about it. You know, that didn't happen. But, but he's Pete, obviously, you've got a big audience, man. Like you've got a big profile. And the problem is, uh, it's, not a, it's not a fair battle, this. At the same speed that you're telling everyone, go off with a sugar babe, I'm having to go, I lied about that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, I can't, you know, yeah, no, I, no, I, I can't I like keep it, up. It's so funny that you lied about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't let that guy go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's fair enough, isn't it? Don't. The premise of all this is, you know, it's like, would you rather, you know, yes. you know, change from, you know, an, a, the regular Irish stout that we all say to Black Heart? Mm -hmm. So would you prefer Troy Deeney or... Troy, well, I would prefer Troy De Nothing against uh, Siobhan of the um, ginger one from the Sugar Babes. She, I've met her once in a pub in Northwood and I think at most I said hello. So I'm sure she would be a lovely guest on the podcast for another time. But you'd rather... You'd rather but I think we're a football didn't. podcast and I think it'd be interesting to get Troy Deeney's take. Not on this particular topic, but okay. on... Okay. Um, do oh, one for Sids. We can ask him. <laughs> All right, I've got one for Sids, actually. I, I actually wrote one down. Would you rather never eat pudding again <laughs> or <laughs> only eat pudding for the rest of your... <laughs> Oh, you've got to go with only, only pudding. Well, I was hoping you'd say that. Well, there's so many different ones, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can go from chocolate cake and custard to... You can even go as far as cheese and biscuits. Yeah, yeah. I had a sticky toffee pudding on the weekend. It was huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be buzzing, though. It's so much sugar if you only ate puddings. Fruit Notorious, bread. where do you stand on cheese boards? Because I always think now it's an odd shout on a menu to have puddings. And then the cheese is almost put there as a pudding option. Yeah, I, I don't it's think I've, thing, I don't I think think I've really ever ordered the cheese oh, board. I do. I do. 
You're more sophisticated. But don't you think it should just be its oh, own? Geez, it should be its own level, shouldn't it? It should be. No, I think puddings it's like, I think then... you've got dessert. You know, puddings. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> puddings. How dare you? <laughs> sorry, how no. dare you? Oh, that's the wrong word there. Uh, puddings and cheese, like yeah. cheese and coffees. Cheese and coffees. Yeah, puddings, yeah, great, cheese yeah. and coffees. Yeah, you got to go for puddings. Yeah, yeah, yeah of well, course. Puddings is massive. Well, pudding, yeah, puddings yeah. will always be massive. Yeah. Um, also, you're doing. You're going to make a pudding, aren't you? You're going to make a just a crumble only. Crumble We're only, this, aren't we? We, we have point. to do this. Uh, this is Christmas. This has got legs. Yeah. Put, yeah. Mm. Crumble. Yeah. Yeah. Just crumble. Yeah. Um, okay. Sid, you got one for Crouchy. Yeah, I've got one for Crouchy. Uh, would you rather Rod Stewart playing beer pong or Graham doing his Ed Sheeran impersonation on stage at Crouchfest? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it's only a toughie because I do love that Ed Sheeran impersonation. <laughs> it is one of the finest things I've heard. I think over the course of. However many series we've made of this, it was it was phenomenal. Did I, we ever get hold of him? I feel like we need to didn't we? we need to meet him. Did we ever hear back from him? We didn't no. hear from how can he not get back in he's touch gone, after that? He's done that That's song and then just it's gone nothing to ground. more to do with us. He's gone, I'm gonna give them this. I'm gonna go but back. how can you be so selfish as to not like identify yourself? It's a it's a one of it's a mystery. And it feels to me it needs solving. Like I think we should double down and try double and double down and try like, to find him. If needs be, we could fame, no, surely. We go missing posters and that kind of thing. Like yeah. I hope he's all right. Like, I hope he's all right as well. He didn't sound all right. I'll be honest. So <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go for. Um, I'll be honest with you, Rod Stewart playing beer pong. You know, it's one of these brutal That's events huge, we do here, right? We talk about the fault going full rod, and yep. it's, it's obviously a two. It's a two cupper if you get it in. Yep. The full rod Stewart. So to have actually Rod Stewart doing it would be uh, phenomenal. But um, that's not dissing Graham because I thought it was ph phenomenal. Speaking of uh, brew pong, as we call it, the beer pong uh, tournaments that we do here occasionally, we do these every now and then, and they've been really fun. And we get a little bit loose uh, at them. And uh, it's great getting a few of you guys down to Brewdog Waterloo here to to come join in. And we get a lot of messages from people asking, how can you do that? So if you're listening to this the day that we've released the episode, then this is your last chance to be in with the chance of joining us at our next event down at Brewdog Waterloo. Here's what you need to do. Just head over to brewdog.com forward slash crouch and buy a pack of Black Heart. It's really important you get the Black Heart. All right. And you'll be added into a prize draw for the tickets. So get buying and hopefully we'll see you soon. But I know I want to ask you, Led, you know, obviously you're one club man, right? And you just don't get that, like, these days, do you? I mean, I think of... And you're just associated to Tottenham, aren't you, now? You know, it's like John Terry at Chelsea and and, and Steve Gerrard and, and, you know, Jamie Carragher. Like, you just don't get it anymore. Like, there must have been kind of rumours or opportunities for you to leave. Like, um, was there? Do you know what? I was captain at an early age. Uh -huh. And the kind of person I was, it was... I just felt like it was my team to try and take on try and progress uh, that's just my character I, I always felt like you know I saw the other teams as rivals mm. and, and that was how it was you know what I mean I, I wanted my team to be the best team mm. uh, obviously I had my injury you know by the age of 26 I'm you know my knees knackered I'm not training um, but my vision was always to make Tottenham the best team and mm. try to make us compete that was it mm. was there a chance it was like Steve, no, he went close. to Chelsea. No, no, was was never, 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 never nearly close. Ne never. Did you not never. really like even entertain it? Yeah, you didn't even. You know, we had obviously we had the same same yeah. age at, at the time, and uh, there was there was you know a bit of gossip here and there, but I was never personally interested, mm. so I never really got anywhere. But do you think that ever holds it? Not holds you back. That's the wrong way to put it. But there would clearly be interest for you. But do you ever feel that that commitment to the club sometimes almost blocked you from? opportunities to maybe gain more financially um to be honest i never thought i never really thought, like, thought about the financials when i was playing i was just concentrating on performance and as i say well I was, I was 26 when i stopped training anyway so probably that would have put an end to to kind of things um but my mindset was always to just try and improve the club and trying to get the club to win things uh so anything else was, was secondary at that point with the with the injury stuff led obviously like um it obviously held you back and yeah. you know i was at, i was at the club uh when you were when you came back yeah yeah when, when i came back yeah. and, and you were you'd basically on the mountain bike or you were going to the pool and just coming yeah, out on yeah. friday and then yeah. playing on a saturday yeah. it's obviously a difficult way to 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 go about being a professional footballer i suppose but do you know where it all came from because i don't know if i've ever told you this but i genuinely think that 
something that we did, at the, you know, when we were very young. And that was, I think we went to Loughborough <coughs> and we went to Bovington Army Camp. Yep, and yep. we did some old school running. And we did, we were basically with the army. Yeah. And we were, we, we stayed in those army tents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had to get up at 6.30 and go on like what the army do, like yeah, go on these yeah, runs. runs. And we did five, six miles at the age of 14, 15 when I was growing, you know, and Led was obviously, you know, already big, had big legs, whatever. And he, we're doing these five, six mile runs. I remember you, we were running together at a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, I remember. We, we were walking together. We stopped at that little walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were also walking together as well. <laughs> we were going, you know, it's every morning, six miles, five, six yeah. miles. And Led, I remember Led saying to me, like, my hip, my hip's hurting. And I said, oh, don't worry, we'll get through this, just get through this, get through this. And do you think that might have had something to do with it? Well, it was obviously like my knee was the biggest problem, but my hip is a big problem now. Um, and yeah, obviously Crouchy obviously knows when, when, that, when that started. But, you know, it was always, if you looked at a scan when I was young, you would have seen probably some hip damage. And I remember them saying that I'm going to have problems with my hip. Um, yeah. But kind of, it didn't stop me at any point during my career. Um, so what was but now it's, it's problem? causing problems now. Knee. Well, my, knee, my knee, knee was, was just no cartilage. Yeah, my knee was no, no cartilage. No cartilage. So when you looked at a scan, it was just so, so that I kind of I pushed didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't look. No. no. Didn't look. You know when the physios say, you know, there's a CD, you can, you can see yeah. that I didn't want to watch, didn't want to see it, wasn't interested. I judged it on how it felt. Um, and that was that, yeah. Explain to us your week's build up to a game because normally we would train Five, four, yeah. five days a week or Monday, Tuesday, maybe have a rest day Wednesday. We'll train Thursday, Friday and then all prepared, ready for a game Saturday. Yeah. What would your be your week look like? Yeah, yeah. From, let's so, go Let's so, go from Monday. Okay, so so Monday, if I just played on the Saturday, yeah. then it would be knee swollen. I'd be in the, the physio room, icing. I'd be in the gym, kind of strengthening other parts of my, my body. Because the biggest problem for me was muscle injuries. While I was playing, I played three or four games. I break down with a groin or a hamstring, so I was constantly trying to keep my muscles uh, strong. Um, but I could never re replicate running. Could never do it throughout a week. I'd be in the pool. It was just it was just a week of that up until Friday, when sometimes I'd come out on the Friday, sometimes I didn't. Really? Sometimes the, I didn't. The, the cheer on a Friday was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> when he came out, it was. Hey! <laughs> uh, it's not bad. Sometimes I used to come out on the Friday. And then within 10 minutes, I used to walk back in. Oh, yeah. Like, if my knee felt shit, I'd just like, yeah, you know what? It'll be all right tomorrow. And then that was obviously match day in, you know. And then that was it. That was it. I'll play again what, what, in the repeat five, five seasons. You, you, you can't actually believe it until I you can't. see it, right? So yeah. when you used to come out, and sometimes, like you say, you go, he'd go in on a Friday. So you'd come out on a Friday, and we'd go, yeah, and then, then go in, right? <laughs> Within 10 minutes, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you like, feel terrible for him. And then, you know, but then Saturday comes, right? And he's the best player on the pitch. Not just in our team, the best player on the pitch. And you think, how is that possible? So is there something to be said for training away from the other guys? Yeah, I mean, a lot's made of all that, this fitness and stuff. I don't believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's difficult. It's tough. I didn't enjoy it. I was probably looking back. I was probably depressed. I was going to ask you that. I was going to ask you that, like mentally, like how you feeling when you see all the lads. It's so hard when you. I've been injured, and I'm very rarely was injured. But when I was inside, I was. I felt I didn't feel good. People like players will tell you that injury is the toughest part of being a professional athlete. You feel embarrassed to your teammates, so you try to kind of avoid them at times. I mean, so when you're coming in, I might slip off into the, the physio room or just kind of because you feel you feel guilty that you can't be out on the training pitch with your teammates helping them having that laugh having that working together so it was tough it was tough was there any kind of particularly dark times that you, you found like when just, you just, couldn't train you know, or you was, broke it down was, it was the constant breaking down of muscle injuries like, literally I played three or four games um, even during that time England might have a game they'd try and pick me I never felt confident enough to, to play another game so I'll turn it down. Um, you turned it down because of what? Because of a confidence thing? Because I never it. felt confident in my body to add another game to the to my schedule. There was one time I went seven months with groin problem. I had a hernia operation. Just couldn't shake it off. I trained twice and played. I played, trained twice and played after being out seven months. I played at Anfield against Suarez. Oh, so you um, saw it, sorry, sorry, you were seven months. Suarez. You, were, you were seven months out injured. You've come back, you've Change trained twice. I went, to, I went to watch the game, not to play <laughs> in the game. Seriously? I went to watch. Yeah. 
And, Shit, uh, well, how, did, how did that game go? Was I, was I around it then? Yeah, I think it was, it that was, news break. I think it was 2010, something like that. Was, yeah, so I you might have been, you around, been there. Yeah. Did, you play, did you play Anfield when we can't, beat them? Can't beat Liverpool. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we beat them, you must have done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I think he was playing. I think it was... Um, Maybe. We won 2-0. Two 2-0, two, two I think. Can't if you haven't that. trained... Yeah. You are, you must make the call when you play, right? You must be able to say yeah, to the manager. I was one of the people that it, I always yeah. felt like, if I could help the team, I would. And I always felt that me being out there, yeah, we were a better team. Doesn't that say a lot about mm. the manager to be able to go like probably have doubts about your fitness if you haven't trained, oh, yeah, mm. but to still go? We're still well, pl- if if you say you want to play, to you're yeah. playing. Yeah. You know I mean, it's yeah. like yeah. it's like you know, for most players, it's um, you know, you you work hard to try and get in the team. Like Leslie gets in the team, it's just whether or not you can get there. Yeah, you know, physically. And your hips, you're you're saying is that is that still something that? I mean, hips never bothered me throughout my career, really. Yeah. Obviously, now I've retired. It's going to be a bit of a Hips don't now. lie, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hips don't yeah. lie. Well, well, I've, I've seen, seen too much dancing, I think. Too much dancing. Uh, moves, uh, yeah. Romford, Shakira, Shakira. Hollywood's in Romford, I've seen it. Stink hips, right? <laughs> <laughs> they don't lie either. <laughs> they took, they took, they're very true. I've seen him hips coming outside Funky Buddha with his jeans wrapped down his ankle. It's got nothing to do with football. Right Good nights out though with Crouchy. Oh, yeah. We always it's ask uh, everyone this. You know what? That was kind of the area that we kind of grew up in. Do you know what I mean? On a, on a Saturday after a game, uh, Sunday off, kind of a, a good night out. And we started pretty early, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to Ironapa together. Yeah, yeah. Quite no young. Way. Yeah, um, we had a good time. Yeah, yeah, even was... even in the, in London, didn't we? We started with, yeah. you know, Titanic. Remember that? Yeah, race? Titanic. We used to see these boys. Yeah, 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 that's right the about. thing. You used to see everyone else. You used to be good bumping into What's people. Titanic then? I don't know that one. Well, that, that, that used to be like Regent Street. Like yeah, just, just down the back of like... Um, Titanic used to be Glassblower Street, I call it. Gla- okay. Glasshouse Street. Yeah, it's not there anymore. Glassblower, I think. And it was Glasshouse Street, I think. It's called something else now. It was good fun. Good to say no more. Good fun. It's good to see everyone on the scene. Good that's I find that a bit almost like you know an anchor man where the news teams all meet each other. The idea that you have different football teams turning up, you know, rival teams but all in Titanic, you know. And whoever Did played in London teams... would, would be down in, in the club yeah. as well, yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah. Would the different teams wear different clobber or was it like kind of a similar sort of Ben <laughs> Sherman esque outfit? Around that, time. I was Ben Sherman in yeah, it, I bet at that you were. stage. <laughs> no, because uh, no, I was double denim in. Really, remember, remember my double denim outfit. <laughs> but I do remember when we first because we got um, we got our professional contracts earlier than our age group, the rest of our age group, didn't we? Yeah. And we was uh, we was out there flossing quite a bit, weren't we? Yeah. Our, first, our, yeah. our first paychecks. Yeah. Would you be wearing those kind of shoes up yeah. there? We've got to some, be fair. Yeah, I've seen lines. a few people in there. Yeah, something similar. Led, yeah. Led was actually with me when I went to Lakeside after my first professional contract and bought that. Gold Bangle. Yeah, 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 yeah. From Goldsmiths or what was it? HM Samuel. HM Samuel, yeah. And like me and Led. I'm sure I bought something as well. So good about that is that me and Led got our, obviously Led had his when he was about nine professional contracts. But like I got mine early as well. So to rub everyone's faces, we took them all down to Lakeside and went, you can't come in this shop. HM Samuel. I'm going to go and buy a bangle from here. It was fucking horrendous as well. Horrific. Some shocking purchases, weren't there? Bad, but yeah, it's bad. bad. Yeah, remember the little Gucci run we did? Yeah, we yeah, to yeah. buy a pair of Gucci loafers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, to be fair, that was one of the, one of our better buys. Yeah, like our Gucci our loafers. Buy, yeah. So you go shopping together? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Into the same shop? Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. I'm no, joking. It's a bit, it's Probito. A bit. Yeah, Probito. Yeah, that was the one. What was your buy a rascal frigging off-key Massimo shirt? And the worst thing is, like, these boys can carry it off fucking icon. <laughs> I'll have this machino shirt on with a off pair of... Off shirts. A fake, fake Stone Islands with a pair of Gucci loafers on it. Too big for me. With no socks. And then I just come from a hamstring. Remember your coat? Your fire trap coat? <laughs> yeah, remember that one? That was you, wasn't it? Jeez. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, I was, getting, uh, I was getting nowhere near it. These boys were on fire. I've got a couple of Tottenham questions, right? That, uh, <laughs> like... I'd like to know, obviously, all the years you've been there, right? You Number one, your favourite manager. And number two, who's the best player that you think you've played with? So I always say that Harry's period was my favourite period yeah, yeah. during that time. I think yeah. we had the best players, the best team that I played in. Um, and I think, Glenn, I think Glenn could have been a really good manager as well. 
because he was forward thinking. Yeah. He was young at the time. Ahead of his time. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. So even then, you know, he was playing, you know, 3 5 2 formation. Still, you know, not getting overloaded in midfield. Still wanted the three in there. Still managed to get two up front. We was quite offensive in in, in the way that we played. Um, what about team spirit? Was the move, uh, did, did it change under Harry Redknapp? Did it become a bit more relaxed from probably... Oh, from relaxed Ramos, from but, Ramos, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, 100%. So Ramos just come in and kind of changed everything. Everyone was overweight. Every single player was overweight, he said. Um, we all had to lose weight. So after training, we'd have to do extra... Thank God I wasn't fucking there. <laughs> I'd have blown away. <laughs> so, yeah, so, uh, but he got us fitter. He did. He took, he took away, you know, we, we see it now where, you know, there's no sauces, no, you know, yeah. we only drink water. Food was very bland and very plain. You talk about the condiments. Is this a true story? The night, so he he resigned or he left the club? Yeah, yeah, he left. Night before a game. Yep, yep, yep. And so, then on the coach there, you're on yeah, the team bus, you'll start whipping out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realise how much the, the players were hiding in their bags during the overnight well, stay. Like ketchup and stuff. Ketchup, little sachets of ketchup, chocolate, Chris. They would come out on the coach on, on the way to the game. Everyone was wow. free. Everyone was free. And, and funny enough, we went, I think we played nine games that season. Hadn't won a game. As soon as um, he got sacked, we went into the first game. We won 2 0 with ease. It just goes to show, like, mentally, how yeah, sometimes, you know, just relaxing and just, it's crazy. Imagine what a bit of ketchup can do. A bit of ketchup, yeah. That's what about puddings? Was there? Was there right? <laughs> <laughs> no. He didn't ban puddings, did he? Puddings is massive. Puddings is, <laughs> puddings is massive. So, so you still haven't asked my question, though. What was the question? Right, so oh, best, play and player. best manager and player. player. So who was your best manager? Glenn? No. I'd... Harry. Harry was my favourite time. Yeah. I think Glenn could best have been time. the top, top manager. And in terms of player... Oof. Other than me. Who do you choose? I mean... That's played, hard, you know, and it's different when you're young. You see things differently as well. You know, I thought I always thought David Ginola was. Oh yeah, we used to watch him well, play. I his boots, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, I, was, yeah, I was doing yeah. his boots. Yeah, yeah. Did the, you get a pair? PFA. No, no, no. Do you think it. different players? It's a hard one to answer because it's sort of different players in different eras and different. Yeah, and and when you're younger, you see things differently. Yeah. So everyone's. Probably. Ginola was, but Ginola, yeah, he was, he was yeah. ridiculous. That, that spell when yeah. you know we were young there. Yeah. I mean, he, it was a joke. Yeah, he could do things that just, you know, that we used to come around after our training to just watch him, didn't we? To watch him. To see yeah, him. Yeah, you, you said. Know, two foot, in today's football, he would kill it. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. he could play in a three up top, Ooh. not Left have not so much defensive duties, two footed. Because he'd go, he'd go yeah, outside yeah. or he could come yeah, inside. Yeah, two, yeah, so two right. foot strong. Yeah. yeah. Back then it was like everything was more or less 4-4-2 four, four, yeah. for him. Um you know, Les was a top player. Sheridan was a top player. Darren Anderton was underrated. But moving forward... Um, Modric? Luca, Luca, yeah. What a player. Yeah. What a player. But Gareth probably is the one that is the standout player in terms of winning games. Like the season before he went to Real Madrid, I haven't seen anyone perform like that in the Spurs shirt. He was that good. Uh, his left foot was a wand. Mm. His running was, was a joke. And I think... He probably never saw himself becoming that type of player mm, yeah. that, that he become. It's a, it, was, it was incredible. Mm. Do you feel as though you would have been England's best centre-back? Because people say when you play, like, you talk to anyone in the game, anyone in the game, they say Ledley is up there with, with all of them. Yeah. But if you would have been fit yeah. and played, well, listen, you would have been the best. I think you know the teams that are winning and playing in the Champions League every week, then you naturally look to them and we'll pick one of them as as the best. If we're talking about uh, just individual ability, yeah. I feel as good as as anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, I didn't have the the same team and the same success that the, that these guys had. So rightly, they will be put ahead of me. Yeah. Which is which is fair enough. But if yep. you so, ask so, me, so that goes to me. That 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 just we 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 had a spell with me about Maverick. Do you remember we were saying about that? Mm. That there is a Maverick. Yeah. Yeah. Because like when you're talking about training and not training money to Friday and then going into a game on a Saturday, just in that mindset, that not many people can do that. Turn on and off like a tap. Yeah. Do that. But have that mindset and say it as well. It's phenomenal. You said about Ginola as well. Like, do you think that the same way Ginola could play now and you'd say you'd kill it, right? Yeah. Where do you think you'd fit in? Like now, do you and you do a lot of work with the with the Tottenham team, don't you? And, not not and so much a team now. I've, I have had periods of time where I was. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you're looking at it from a defender's point of view now, obviously defenders, everyone's building up from the back a lot more. 
that was you know I was comfortable on the ball. No, I had no, no problem. No. If you want to press, I think, no I, think I think I yeah. think like you, 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 you paid that down. I think to to to, to Leg could play a Man City team in, yeah. in, in a heart, but in yeah. like one second. It Pep, he'd be your he'd be the oh. best centre half there. It, honestly, because he could dribble, he could bring it out, he could pass yeah. with his right foot, pass with his left foot. You know, he's, he's a good solid defender. I think you, you get you received the ball off the off. The, I mean, he was yeah. doing that when we were like twelve. You know what I mean? Yeah. Receiving the ball off the off the goal. You know, yeah, beat, he used to beat yeah. forwards. Yeah, yeah. He used to go yeah. past forwards and yeah. then like clip it. Yeah. Like yeah, it's like I because it's you know why that is because I didn't when I was young I didn't love being a defender. Yeah, you wanted I wanted to, to be a, I wanted yeah. to be an yeah. attacker. So even when I was defending, it wasn't enough. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to go past the striker. Yeah, do you want to get out the pitch? I wanted to take but the ball off him yeah, and take him on. Now, the modern game. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. Work, just want to be I defenders. Know? I wanted the striker to, to, to be chasing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how often they were. This is what I can't... Like, honestly, like... I the other way around. One. He had this one, right? He had this one where, you know where you guide it out, like, to the, to go out of play? Yeah. But he'd have this one. You know when the striker sort of comes round and, yeah. he, and he'd, he'd, the striker would come round and he'd chop him back yeah. so he wouldn't let it run out and then he'd bring it out and then someone like another forward would come over to him and he'd like go past them right so <laughs> well, you treated the corner off, you're treating the corner situation almost. no 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 so so you know when you're like a forward has, has just had a bit of a heavy touch yeah. and they, they hold him off and they shepherd it out for yeah. a goal kick okay so yeah. instead of shepherding it out right the forward would come in and try and get a tackle him he, he'd chop back so then now he's like on, the, on his own byline and uh, then he would bring the ball out and then like a forward would come back to him and he'd just like go past him <laughs> in his own box. And then he'd clip a 60-yard pass. And I'd go, oh, this was, like this... parents would be like, applauding. Like I'm, I'm not just fucking blowing smoke up his ass. He's here. I tell everyone this. Yeah. Like I've never seen, I've never seen a centre-half do what he did. Never. I mean, I don't, I don't I remember. Agree. I don't remember some of this. But, uh... I agree. You do remember. I'm sure, sure yeah. <laughs> no, I generally no, haven't. No, no, listen, and like I anyone I who played with him would tell, tell listen, you the I didn't same. want to kick, I didn't ever try, like, I don't really remember kicking the ball out of play too many times. That wasn't, that, that wasn't football to me. Like I was Spanish tried to, yeah, I wanted to play, I wanted to find Honestly, a way, I wanted to. That wasn't football for me. Yeah. That's, man, that do you think like. He'd come, off the, he'd come off the pitch, I swear to you, he wouldn't have his shorts, his knees, nothing was dirty, even if it was pissing down with rain. It'd be forwards, soaked head to toe. <laughs> Right, it, it is, yeah, he would have no dirt on his kit. He's a centre half. <laughs> yeah, but we, we did lose five 0 though. That's <laughs> it surely says a lot that Harry Redknapp tried to recruit you for QPR, right, and and get you involved there. I don't, I don't know. I've heard this. You were this. one of Red, sure, you were like, one of Redknapp's guys, right? What, you once once I've retired. Yeah, he wasn't on the phone. Yeah, but you remember, you remember what you know, we started with? You know, yeah. I'm hard to get hold of. <laughs> so, I, so I probably it missed is. the call. I probably missed the call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, didn't really hear too much after that. So I'm not. But sure you're a one club man, right? And are you proud to be a one club man? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I said it before that it, it would mean more to me to win one or two with my club than to to go elsewhere and win win other trophies. And I think now. I'm really getting the rewards of being a one club man. Do you know what I mean? I'm still, mm. still at the club. You, I'm still, like, yeah, yeah, I'm still, you know, around the club that I've been my whole life. Uh, Is this something that you discussed with, say, Harry Kane, for example? No, 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 no. I think everyone's got their own journey, their own path. I don't, you know, I don't think you can ever tell anyone what they should, should, should or shouldn't do. You know, people sometimes it's, it's for family reasons. You know, we've all been there where you lose players, you know, good players that have left the club. Um, you know, Berbatov went to Man United. Carrick at one stage went to to Man United. Um, Modric, obviously, uh, Real Madrid and stuff like that. And you know, as much as you want to hold on to these players, you know, players have to do what's right for them. It's a short career, so you know, I never get into telling people what they should do in their career. Do you think you'll get many more one club men? I don't think it's so. Difficult. Really. It's no, difficult it's, it's... with the money that's been f flying around now. It makes it more difficult. Mm. Do you agree? Yeah, no, I think so. It was funny. Obviously, I've said this before, but. When I left, I went to QPR, Portsmouth, um, Aston Villa, Norwich on loan, Southampton, Liverpool, Portsmouth again, and came back to Tottenham and Lily was in the same place I'd left him. <laughs> 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 he, had, he was in the same place. I went, that's about eight clubs. I went, 
<laughs> I wish yeah, I'd have been a more club man. I'll be honest. Uh, just so, a lot so of yeah, people. basically, I've, got, I've had no life experience. <laughs> really, I'm just. I'm just yeah. That's actually wild when you yeah, think about. Yeah. It. No, but it's I'm just insane. Signing pictures. But like the da, thing da, da, is, just me is obviously contracts. with Led, he had he was at a great club. The only reason I moved is because I couldn't break into the Tottenham's yeah. team. Yeah. You know, I had Stefan Everson, Leeds Ferdinand. Um, Chris, Chris Armstrong, Armstrong at the time, yeah. Uh, yeah. You think about it, it was, there was so many Paul, Paul McVaney or Fern James yeah, yeah. Bunn, people underneath Everson, that. Struggled to even get the youth team. Sorry, sorry struggled to even get the reserve team. Yeah. But so, you needed time. You needed a bit more time, yeah, didn't you? Time, that's what, that's what yeah. I was 23 yeah, yeah. by the time I, I was Premier League ready. Like, yeah. I would have loved to have stayed in, next to Ledley the whole time mm. and played for Tottenham the whole time. But, but you I say just about had to go money. away to play. But you say yeah. about the money, is it? Is it but but that clearly wasn't something that you were even entertaining. Or do you just think it's because the money is now so ridiculous that it's it's a different decision that you're having to make? Well, if, if you look at Saudi, for example, I feel like they're putting people in situations where you know positions where they don't really want to be in. Uh, with the amount of money that's being offered, people are like, you know, do I really want to get? But it's just life changing sums. That, uh, Difficult to turn down. I think it's different now because when we was playing, only certain clubs had money. Whereas I think now everyone in the Prem's near enough got. Mm. They want to sign someone, they can go and sign someone, mm. even yeah, a big yeah. player. No, you're right. So it's a bit more easier to to change clubs. I think yeah. now, but you stayed at the same club even after you finished. You obviously be doing ambassador stuff, but yeah. you had a little go at obviously in the staff with, with Jose. Yeah, yeah, I did. We've yeah. heard great yeah. stories from Sids about yeah. Jose. Yeah, as yeah. Well. Listen, he was it was a strange one because I I wasn't coaching mm. at all. And, just wanted uh, to draft you in. Yeah, through my through my ambassador work, I kind of bumped into him along the way, and you know he asked me what I'm doing. I said he said no, I'd like you on the training pitch. So initially, I just started to kind of go in during my own time, just watch training, speak to some players, and then eventually it started to become like looking at their videos and, and kind of going through bits and pieces with them. And then uh, then the lockdown happened. This was during the lock just before the lockdown, so the, the Premier League season stopped. I went away. And didn't kind of come back once it resumed because I wasn't really it wasn't really my job at the time to be yeah. doing. So uh, they finished the season off, and then in the summer, I was I was uh, getting a haircut, just about, um, <laughs> and uh, I got Jose on Facetime. Loves a Facetime, yeah, yeah, doesn't he? So I had to obviously jump out of the chair, go find somewhere quiet, and he asked me um, to be part of his staff for the for the next season. So. It's, it's one of them things you can't turn down, can you? Mm. So, you know, it was, uh, I ain't gonna lie, I was a bit nervous because mm. I had no real experience. Didn't really know Jose, personally. You know, I spoke to him a couple of times, but that, that, that was it. Didn't know what he liked, what he didn't like. And, uh, yeah. yeah, just kind of went into it head first for the, for the beginning of that season. And What was your role, Ed? Like, what were you... So there was, there was Jose, mm. and then there was a, a number two called Jao jo Sacramento, mm. and, then, and then it was me mm. um, as a coach as well. And I'd say it was mainly to to work with, I think, help the younger players yeah. through. We had a few younger players in the squad, and I think it was to, to help them. But also, I think Jose likes to have someone connected with a football club yeah. there. Um, we started off well. We, was, we, we were top in December. And I'm yeah. thinking, we're going to win the league. My <laughs> <laughs> first season, we're going we're to win the league. My first season. You were the main it's, it's all down to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Jose was, uh, it was great. It was a difficult season, as I say. It was, yeah, we, yeah. Played, we played without fans that season. Yeah. Uh, started off well and then just kind of things fell away. In the Premier League, it, you know, every season is difficult. Yeah. If you're not quite at it, you can easily finish outside the top six. Mm. Uh, we finished seventh that season. We had a cup final, but I stayed on and finished the season once Jose left. I stayed with Ryan. Uh, we, we finished that. But um, yeah, no, I've got, I've got only great words to say about Jose. I enjoyed him. Coaching? In general, though, would you, is it something that you would want to get back into, be on the grass? Are you yeah. more happy just being sort of upstairs? Yeah, and... I mean, I did enjoy it, but I definitely said to myself, I don't really want to come in at that level. I want to actually go, got dropped yeah, down and learn, stripes, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's important to me because as much as we know about football, the game's changed a lot, yeah. you know? And there's a difference to learning how to, you know, structure training sessions and put training sessions on. I learned a lot. I'm probably, you know, if I if I go back to it, I'm probably going to be going way back to what I've actually learned. Um, but it's important just to have that grounding, yeah. just to have that experience and, and learning how to make mistakes and, yeah, and to do things. So, yeah. But being on the training ground and sort of helping out and just working out what that role is, was there one or two players that um, 
that you worked with in particular or that really impressed you or that maybe surprised you no, when you were in that there's role? There's definitely players at the, listen, there was a lot of good good players at the club. Um, Jafet Tanganga during that, that period of time kind of started to come through. We started to do quite a bit of work with him, extra work. Um, you know, I was, I was showing Jose some of his clips from the under 21s, 23s and I felt that he had some good habits as a defender that we could work on and he kind of got his break during that period of time. Um, and then, yeah, just to kind of be around for the younger players to do extra work. I think it's, it's always important for young players to do extra work, individual work, because during the training session, you often, you're just training. But as a youngster, you need development. You need your own personal development. So to be able to stay after training and work on whether it's your left foot, whether it's your, your passing, whether it's your, you know, heading, all these things young players need to keep, constantly do. Mm. Um, so I was doing quite a bit of that. What, what did you make of Spurs this year, man? What's, uh, what did you make of the yeah, new manager been, yeah, like, been, as a person as well? Yeah, because yeah, it just great. seems like a top character. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've spoken to him a couple of times. And just yeah, yeah, yeah. Love his it's kind just, of energy. He's just straightforward, isn't yeah. he? You know what I mean? He's just uh, he's like a proper footballing man. Um, yeah, I got to meet him first time on pre-season with, with mm. the team. Lovely guy. Uh, but what I was impressed with was how quickly the, the players adapted to the system. Mm. You know, the first game in pre-season, we actually lost to, to West Ham. But in terms of the possession and the chances we created, it was it was such a difference Ooh. just in the first game. So that was impressive to see. And then, um, of course, then you have to wonder how you're going to translate it into the Premier League. Uh, and, and so far, it's been, it's been great. I know the players love training. They're enjoying it. I know and just said he wants training to feel like when you were kids. Mm. How refreshing is that? Yeah, to hear that from the manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah. we all play for the... Yeah. How, how we started was for the love of it, wasn't it? Yeah. Just playing, just enjoying it. And some, somewhere along the way, you can, you can lose that at times, you know what I mean? So mm. for a manager to say that at that level, it's fantastic and we can see do that. You do you think that will come good with Tottenham? Do you think, I think, do you think they're onto the right thing at the moment? Yeah, as I said, you know, every, every, longer term. every season is difficult, uh, but he's a great fit. I feel like he's a great fit for the football club. We've always been a team that you know, has attractive players, attractive style of football, and I think he encourages that. Um, so, yeah, I think he's, he's a great fit for us. And, and, of course, you know, this is only his first season, and I expect things to only, only get better under him. Led, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Um, you. If you don't mind, mate, we've got a f bit of admin just to catch up on. Lovely to yeah, be involved yeah. in it. Uh, got okay, a message okay. here from, from Elliot. He said, I've come across a nationwide secret society that Crouch would be perfect for. I was uh, on a night out with some friends. Um, one of the lads is six foot eight. Uh, he towered over us. We got chatting and he started talking about a WhatsApp group called the Super Tall Good Lads. It <laughs> uh, feels a bit long, that name, doesn't it? <laughs> Super tall, good lads. Uh, we thought this was hilarious and he started to show us some of the messages. To join, you have to be added by an existing member who will send a photo of you both next to each other. This is so, you're, uh, so you know you're over six foot seven, which is the entrance Ooh. criteria. They currently have 300 to 400 members. There seems to be a lot of general discussion about where to buy trousers that fit, but also a lot of drama around people lying about their height. <laughs> so a few people coming in under six foot five. So Elliot, is your question... Uh, should Pete, Pete fire into a WhatsApp group? <laughs> well, I'd, cla I'd class myself as a super tall good lad. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you're a super tall good lad till you're in the WhatsApp group. Maybe not. Who's why haven't I been invited? Well, here's what I think we should maybe do. Why don't we get a burner phone with yeah. a SIM? And it can be, you know, we can just have it here as well. Pod phone. You, you, and it can be your phone. You sign up to it and we'll just check it when we record this pod. And we'll just, well, I've got to be invited first. What are you, led? Just under, aren't you? Oh. I'm 6'2". 6'2". Yeah, I'm short, mate. I think, I, I think I'm shrinking as I'm well, to be honest. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, not going to sort that. Don't want to do it, have I? 6'2". Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, what, we, we'll look into that. Shall we we'll burn, burn, that. burn a phone? I think it's a good shout. And um, and then, yeah, if one of the super tall good lads wants to come to a pod record, and then we can get the photo next to you and just get the entry. It's a great shout. Get an entry. Yeah. And then move this forward. Let's Let's do that. All right, I've got something for you, boys. Um, you know how these 11s that we do are Love doing them. big on social media? Yeah. Love them. Uh, Ledley, what we do is we come up with a theme and then you've got to name 11 players that would fit that theme. So so we did a penis 11. <laughs> for example, uh, Shane Long, you know, the guy who took your record. Um, 
Yeah. That's that sort of thing, you know. Okay. Um, that's cool. the level we're at, guys. Okay. <laughs> Someone sent me Sean Longstaff. Long, yeah. Long, <laughs> Longstaff? <laughs> People were really annoyed we didn't include that. Um, Peter Crotch as well was Peter an Crotch. obvious one that yeah. we didn't do. Uh, yeah. We're not going to start this again because okay. it's go, just go. like we've yeah, done yeah, this. Yeah. Um, balls. Anyway, we thought for this week, and we put this out on social, we said, um, what about a, a Puddings is Massive 11 mm. in honour of Steve Sidwell, who... Of course, famously said, puddings is massive. Um, so it's it's a pudding 11, but I've managed to go up a level here. We've collected everyone's suggestions mm. and I've got a friend of the podcast and, and one of the voices of football, Clive Tilsley, to do the rundown for this week's pudding. Have oh, you really? Puddings is massive No, 11. you have not. Yeah? Oh, shut up. Yeah? Okay, here we go. That was a beautiful <laughs> surprise. <laughs> Thank you, Peter Starkey, notorious SID. Gingerbread. Yes, Clive Tilsley here with the team news and, well, one or two strawberry surprises in that Peter Crouch podcast, Puddings 11. Uh, Listener Trey is the man mainly responsible for coming up with this uh, lemon dream team. The uh, rock cake in goal, Jan O'Black, Forrest Gatto. <laughs> the uh, four sponges uh, soaking up the pressure in defence. Uh, Pat Rice Pudding. Lani <laughs> Stones. Matthias Angel Delight. And uh, John Flanagan. Oh, well. At the uh, cheesecake base of midfield. Sergio Biscuits. Oh, wow. <laughs> the uh, Doe Ball players ahead of him. Steve Bakewell Tart. <laughs> Chocolate Moussa Dembele. Oh, Dam Son Hung Min Crumble. <laughs> Ismail Asar Cream Cake. With the hundreds and thousands of goals coming from the main forward, Tony Panacotti. Oh, wow. Pastry Tarts. Paolo Ferreira Roche, John McGinnon Tonic Cheesecake, Creme Brulee Hendry, I'd have gone Creme Brulee Van Kazawa personally, and yes, you knew it was coming, finally, Paul Spotted Dickoff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, that is class. Oh, what man. a legend. Jesus yeah. Christ. Paul spotted dick off. <laughs> Puddings eleven. What we'll do is we'll put another theme up on the social for the next podcast. So pile in with suggestions when you see that, and it might be uh, that Clive Tilsley, there, <laughs> the voice of football, uh, will be voicing your um, your footballer. Yeah. Um, nice touch from him as well. Thanks for getting involved, Clive. All right, well, led. Listen, always a pleasure. You know, we, it was a long time ago when we, you know, first met. Try yeah. and keep in touch. Yeah. Um, you know, good times. Thirty years. Great to have you. Thirty years. <laughs> Crouch Fest is coming as well if you want to come get involved in that. <coughs> November Love the 4th. Yeah. 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 Thank you very much, mate. And Led, absolute pleasure as always. And uh, thanks for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you, mate. Amazing. Amazing. A legend. Have you ever Googled your own name? Prepare for a shock because your personal info, including addresses and phone numbers, is all out there. It's all harvested by data brokers and sold legally. Aura is a personal digital security service that scans the internet for your sensitive information and provides a full suite of privacy-enhancing tools. For a limited time, Aura is offering listeners a 14-day free trial at Aura.com safety. That's A-U-R-A dot safety to learn more and activate the 14-day trial period. This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said, what can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her, let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to a load of pricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Load of pricks, load of pricks.net.